Welcome to the Musician's Venture Podcast. This is a podcast focused on lessons learned from musicians' backstories, as well as from building successful careers in the music business. My name is Nick O'Brien, and I'll be interviewing artists and industry experts and offering insights based on events that Wisconsin Music Ventures has produced. On occasion, I'll be joined by Allison M., the founder of Wisconsin Music Ventures, as she and I will dive into topics relevant to the music industry. So let's get down to business. Welcome to this episode of the Musician's Venture Podcast. I am your host, Nick O'Brien. And for this episode, I'm being joined by Abby Shreve. Abby is a singer-songwriter with luscious vocals and incredible vibrato. She's a breakout star from Kenosha, Wisconsin, although she's uh, recently relocated, and we'll get more into that in just a bit. Um, She's grown up uh, as a multifaceted performer. Her influences range from classic rock artists such as Stevie Nicks and Freddie Mercury to current trailblazing songwriters such as Sarah Bareilles and Ingrid Michelson. At the age of 15, Abby auditioned for American Idol, and she successfully advanced past the first round. She placed in scholarship competitions throughout her teenage years in Southeast Wisconsin, and in 2016, she toured Europe with a statewide choir being highlighted as the group's female soloist. She has also sung the national anthem for many sports groups, such as the Milwaukee Bucks. In college, she earned a degree in vocal performance and music industry at UW Oshkosh. She trained in both opera and musical theater and received accolades in Wisconsin-wide collegiate scholarship competitions, as well as winning her university's music department honor recital. She's also performed briefly in a hard rock group named Utopia Rising uh, while she was in college. Um, The owner of Heart Songs Music Group, Jill Pavel, says that Abby takes you on a journey when she sings the song. She truly takes your breath away with her seamless segues from the verse to the chorus, pre-chorus, and back. I've never worked with an artist who can navigate her way through several vocal delivery changes in one song. It is just a joy to watch her bring her written vision to life on the microphone, says Jill Pavel. Uh, Her debut single called Misery was released just a few months ago in September, and it was featured by outlets such as the Academy of Country Music, Guitar Girl Magazine, and Medium. Most recently, as I mentioned, she relocated uh, down to Atlanta, Georgia, to begin interning with one of the most prestigious studios in the country, Tree Sound Studios. Um, And we will get more into that experience as she's uh, going through that right now. Overall, Abby inspires to prove that an artist shouldn't be boxed into one genre, and she hopes that her passion for music is reflected. Abby, I'm so happy to be here with you today. Thank you so much uh, for joining us on The Musician's Venture. Hi, Nick. I'm glad to be here. Um, you know, thank you so much for having me, and it's it's great to be here as well. Yeah, you've uh, you've had quite a busy like fall um, with putting out a, a single and and then relocating and starting an internship with with Tree Sound Studios. Um, tell me more about just like what life is like right now for for you. Yeah, no, it it, it definitely has been crazy. Um, good crazy. It, it's it feels good because I feel like I have been, you know, navigating just kind of finding. Um, my, my corner in the, in the industry as a whole. Um, I mean, there's just so much to it. So, you know, relocating, I feel like for me was like the first, first step to, you know, getting in a new environment. I I really feel like being somewhere where, you know, you're feeling like it's new, you know, you can have a fresh slate, you know, things like that. Um, really just, uh, 
energize you to move forward. Um, so that's been great. It's been, like I said, pretty crazy. Um, it's a lot warmer, so that's <laughs> that's a bonus. Too. <laughs> no, but uh, in in terms of the single, it's you know I've I feel like I've just been waiting um, pretty much my whole life just to to really start. You know, get a start um, to be able to release something and really just put you know some of my work out there. Um, so it's been great. Um, yeah, no, it's 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 been a, it's been a blast so far. Yeah, so you know having grown up in Wisconsin and then going to college here and, you know, you and I were talking before we started the interview about like just friends that you have in the music community, um, both in Milwaukee and, and, you know, still up in Oshkosh. Um, what was the experience like kind of like, I don't want to say wa walking away from that, but just like kind of leaving your home state, your roots, your community and, and going to kind of a, a place, I don't know if you've ever had ever been to Atlanta before that, if you had connections down there other than, you know, this, the studio, what was that whole experience like? Yeah, no, it was, um, it was, it was hard, but it was good. You know, there's always, I feel like for me, I've learned a lot about myself, um, really, um, being able to, you know, step back and really, you know, like you said, I, I really didn't know anybody um, aside from the studio. And even then, you know, I, I really didn't know much people in the studio in general. Um, so it's been really just a, a journey for me in a way where I feel like I've really had to focus on myself and, you know, what steps that I want to take um, from this point on. I mean, it's it's been weird because um, I love Wisconsin. I loved all my, you know, friends and family there. And, um, but you know, I, I just, I don't know, I, this opportunity kind of came to me and I felt like that, you know, I am a true believer that everything happens for a reason. Um, so I feel like I was just like ready to put myself in a new area and really just, you know, see what happens and surround myself with new people, which, you know, was, was, scary at times was, you know, very anxiety ridden at times. Cause you, you know, you're just, you're putting yourself in like pretty much everything has been new, you know, whether, you know, Atlanta, I've been there a couple of times, but never for, you know, long stays or anything like that. Um, so when the city's new and people are new, it, it really just allowed me to, I feel like really decide, you know, what I really want out of pretty much everything, what I want as an artist, um, you know, what I, what I want is out of my career. And I feel like I'm still navigating that, but, um, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's just been a lot of new, um, but good new. And I, I feel like overall, I've definitely just learned a lot about myself, um, through the process, which, you know, I feel like was important because as an artist, um, I feel like I'm still trying to you know, figure out what my image is and what, you know, what you want to be successful in and doing and, you know, what message you want to get across. So I feel like it's, it's been good for me to really focus on me. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, it seems as though that, you know, there's been obviously some growth in this process, uh, internal growth. And I have to assume that, um, you know, have, having been in Atlanta now for a few months, if I'm not mistaken, um, you're starting to, to, to kind of develop a bit of a music community down there as well. Um, 
both probably related to the studio and, and maybe outside of the studio as, as well? Are, are, you, are you meeting other artists, other people in the industry? And, and has, has Atlanta been like welcoming? Yeah, no, it is. It's, it's a it's a great city. Um, the studio, um, of course, has just been I mean, I feel like I've really started to to open my eyes to realize that, you know, the industry is there's opportunity everywhere. Um, and you know, you never know when that opportunity is going to you know, come to you too. So it's cool. Cause I feel like there's just all sorts of people and artists, um, and just, you know, what messages and artists, you know, like what, what they want to do with their career. Um, so it's really cool. Cause it's been amazing to not only, you know, network and meet with, you know, the artists coming in, but the people I work with too. I mean, a lot of people just it being a studio are very, you know, producer um, and engineer based. So it's cool because it's, you know, everybody's wanting to create, everybody's wanting to, to also meet, you know, other people. There's a lot of people in the same boat. So it's cool because I feel like I'm, you know, getting chances to work with people and to make music and to, you know, toss around ideas and things like that. Um, and, and aside from the studio too, too, I feel like I've been meeting a lot of people. Um, I'm, I'm always been a person that really likes like, you know, very much the rock, you know, underground rock, punk scene, things like that. So there's a lot of um, those, like whether it's like at a house or at a smaller venue, there's a lot of music going on um, in Atlanta as well. So I feel like I've, you know, I met one friend and kind of networked. Um, and then from there, I just met so many people and, you know, from people that perform, from people that make music, uh, produce, you know, live mix, just a little bit of everything. So it's just really cool, um, to see, you know, just a new, uh, community, I guess, you know, cause I, there's communities everywhere and it really puts it in perspective that music is just like this beautiful, like community-based thing, you know, it's, 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 it's been awesome. Um, and it's, it's been very welcoming and, um, it, you know, it just really shows you that, that music is just awesome and it's beautiful. And at the end of the day, people just want to create and they just want to make something that's, you know, worth, worthwhile down the road. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. I'm always curious to, uh, kind of dive in with people who have, you know, been in Wisconsin for a longer period of time and then, and then relocate somewhere else to kind of ask, you know, how does it compare? Like you've been in the music scene and, and, and both cities now, obviously you're, you're, you're just kind of starting to get into it in Atlanta. Um, but you know, one of the things that stands out with Wisconsin is people always say, Oh gosh, people here are so nice and kind and welcoming and everybody's friends. But, um, you know, it, it's something that stands out for sure. Uh, how, how does, you know, how do people compare? How does the music scene compare? Just like both, you know, maybe positive and negative. Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely, um, it's different, but it's weirdly very similar. Um, I feel like, you know, just being from the Midwest, you know, as you said, it's, it's very, you know, Midwest nice and, a lot of people just grow up together and, you know, you build this community that you have. Um, I think Atlanta, it's different because I feel like, I mean, it's huge. I mean, it, you know, as a city um, and a lot of Atlanta is transplants. Um, so it's, it's definitely different in the sense where 
not a lot of people know each other. It seems like, like it's, it's, it's almost comforting to know that, you know, I, I might be starting this new path and, you know, feel alone at times, but there's a lot of people in the same boat. Um, so I feel like with that understanding and it being very transplant, um, based, there's a lot of community events and a lot of, I don't know, people, people just, you know, you think in a city, um, that people kind of just do their own thing, but it's, it surprised me being in Atlanta that it's not as much as that, as I thought, you know, people are very friendly. They're very welcoming, um, they want to have conversations with you. They will have conversations with you. Um, so that's been great. And music wise, I feel like it's, it's, I mean, it's different in the sense where, you know, Atlanta is known for, you know, R and B hip hop, which is a lot of that here. Um, but I think that there's a lot of sub genres, um, and bigger, you know, genres too, of, like even if it's something like rock or punk that there's a lot of influenced um kind of genre crossovers i've noticed and it's it's been cool to see because it's you know the and there, again there's that everywhere but i think you know it, with this city being so like enriched there's so much history just enriched in it that i feel like it's cool that there's a lot of you know, the Atlanta sound, but then there's a lot of just like hints of different things in so many different genres. And it's just, it's cool. Cause I mean, since I've been here, you know, I, I listen to pretty much everything, but I've been to, um, a show where it was hyper pop. I've been to a show, a, actually a festival that it was all bluegrass. I've been to, you know, a trap metal show. I, you know, I've seen some, of the Midwest emo that it's like a subgenre that I listen to a lot back home, you know, here, those just like influences are kind of everywhere. And I think it being a transplant city, it really shows in the music because there's just so much, you know, if you're looking for it and you're going out, there's just a little bit of everything. And it's, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, that's super cool. Well, thanks for entertaining my interest in kind of that comparison between the two cities. I mean, Certainly, I know that, um, you know, lots of new people are moving to Atlanta. It's kind of a buzzing city right now, culturally, particularly from like the, you know, the music and art perspective. Um, so, you know, super excited that you're getting the chance to experience that firsthand and 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 that people are welcoming. And it seems like it's pretty collaborative, uh, which is, I think, um, something that seems to be the case uh, for the most part in, in Wisconsin. So let's let's you know turn the conversation now you know from atlanta and and to you and i always like to you know you're early in your career but you've you've got a pretty profiled you know um career in music thus far from you know the 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 work you've done in high school and college and and now you know busting out as a, as a solo performer i'm really curious though like let's go back to the beginning and um, you know, when when was it that you became very interested in creating music? Was that inspired by, you know, high school and college or was that even before then when you were just kind of, you know, uh, uh, you know, kind of preteen growing up and, and being drawn to music? What were the influences? What were the inspirations? Just take us back there. Yeah. So, um, you know, I feel like. And this, even from what my parents have told me, I feel like I've always 
been drawn to music. Um, I mean, I, you know, my, my parents have told me since when I was a baby, like I loved humming. I loved, you know, I could be crying and then my parents would put on Al Green and I would just be, you know, totally submerged into to what he was saying and what he was singing. So I feel like I've always been, you know, just absolutely in love with music um, and just, you know, the way it made me feel. Um, and then I just, you know, when I, when I was younger, I always kind of would sing and I, I, I just was one of those kids that liked to talk a lot too. So I just feel like I was always making noise and, you know, expressing whatever I was feeling. Um, and I remember like some core moments when I was a kid, I remember being in like second or third grade and my best friends at the time, I wanted to start a band. So we started a band and none of us played instruments. I mean, we, we, all you know would sing and stuff but we would write our own songs um I started writing songs in like second grade um and you know at that time I listened to a lot of pop music um so a lot of it was inspired by you know I don't I don't even trying to think like artists like you know Kesha Katy Perry Lady Gaga just like these awesome women you know in the industry that were just like dominating the industry I just loved it um so yeah I did I did I had that going and then I remember I can't remember exactly when but it was definitely elementary school I wrote a musical um cool obviously I mean obviously it wasn't good but I remember it was like this musical where I like would write small songs it was probably like five pages long but there was like some songs in it and there was like a plot you know all that stuff um, so I've always been just, you know, aside from singing, just, I loved creating it. You know, I loved creating music. I loved creating stories. Um, and when I was younger, you know, I did choir, I did orchestra. Um, I would do karaoke at the fair, like things like that. Um, and then when I got into middle school, um, weirdly enough, I had weird stage fright, um, and I think it started, it stemmed from like just being, it was more just my peers, you know, I, I was more like, oh, you know, I love doing this, but it's like, it's scary just putting yourself, you know, in front of people and just being so anxious about it. But I remember I did a, I started doing a talent, like talent shows in middle school. Um, and I went to a pretty big middle school. So it was, you know, it was a, it was a decent crowd. Was, I'd say probably at least a hundred people. And, um, and this was in Kenosha? Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, I just remember I did it. The first one I did was in seventh grade and I sang Break Even by the script. Um, and it was awesome. Like, I just I never felt anything like that. So, you know, I did it in eighth grade, too. And and then I got to you know high school and I really realized, like, oh, I I want to I want to be a singer. You know, this is this is what makes me happy. This is what's fun, you know, and as much anxiety as I would get leading up to performances when I was doing it, it just felt like everything was just didn't matter. You know, this was just like the best. Um, so when I got to high school, you know, of course I did choir, um, <clears throat> excuse me, orchestra, things like that. And I really started writing, um, like I'd say call them legitimate songs in high school. Um, I, you know, what I started to do is 
I felt like when I was going through things or feeling things, I would just kind of translate that into poetry, um, which eventually turned into lyrics. Um, so yeah, I, I think from, from that moment on music to me was a story. It was, you know, there was, I'm trying to think how to say this. It, it felt like to me that music, there was more purpose in music for me, if that makes sense. Like I felt like I was writing about truth. I was writing about, you know, just feelings and like honest feelings, you know, good, bad, happy, sad, you know, literally everything in between. So yeah, so that that's kind of like my, I'd say adolescent timeline is, I, I, it's definitely something that was always my favorite thing. Um, but it wasn't until, you know, I felt like I really started creating that I began to just like realize, you know, this is what I want to do with my life. So I got to say, Abby, your voice is just incredible. It like sticks out to me. Um, you know, I was listening to to Misery for the last 30 or 45 minutes just on repeat and just connecting with the lyrics. But you know, the lyrics, and we'll get into that whole side. Um, but like your voice just really sticks out to me. And I was thinking, gosh, like this is either like really innate to her or she's put a lot of work into her voice. But I'm guessing it's probably a little bit of both. So at like what point in this journey of like becoming, um, you know, more aware that music is something that not only makes you happy, but it's something you want to do with your life. Did you start to kind of work on the technical aspects of music? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Um, yeah, so I I started taking vocal lessons when I, you know, really just wanted to push push myself, you know, learn more about my voice and um, and all that. I started taking lessons in middle school um, at just uh, like in a music academy type of thing um, in Kenosha. And I loved it. And I just, you know, I thought it was so fun because I, I I feel like I've always been a person that like, I've always liked school. Like I liked getting assignments and being able to keep track of pushing myself. So I thought this was, this is awesome. This is like school. It's like choir, but it's like just singing. Um, and I took lessons there. Um, and, you know, it was just mainly just, you know, getting music, learning them, learning the songs, and then having like a recital at the end of the semester, I guess, you know, things like that. Um, but I didn't really start, I guess, wanting to train my voice in other areas um, until I got to high school. Um, my freshman year, I got a vocal teacher who I had all through high school, um, you know, he's still one of my great friends, an amazing teacher. He taught me so much about myself, um, about my voice. Um, but yeah, he really, I just, I, I remember the first day cause I, I naturally have a very low voice. Um, so I feel like they were just always like, Oh, you're an alto. And I loved singing in that register. And I remember the first day with him, we just started doing warmups and he's like, um, I think you might be a soprano. And I was like, Oh really? And from there, I just realized, you know, how much of my voice I never felt or heard or used, you know, it was just kind of like, oh, like that, you know, that that's the kind of teacher I, I needed, you know, because I needed to be pushed, I needed to just see what I could do, you know, and, 
And, you know, from there realizing that there was so much more I could explore, um, I just feel like I just found out so much about my voice. Um, and, you know, I um, learned so much music. I did, you know, all the WSMA solo ensemble, you know, the classic, all those. Um, I did a little bit of uh, theater stuff. Um, I did some Southwest or Southeast, um, like regional singing competitions in, um, Wisconsin, which those as well. I mean, I feel like those competitions just taught me so much about, you know, not only, not only my voice, but just my stage presence. Cause I was always just a very, you know, anxious. So I liked just naturally and being a tall woman, I always like to, you know, keep my hands in kind of keep my shoulders down and it just taught me to be more confident on stage and to, you know, stand taller and to, you know, just to better get across these messages is just to, you know, be confident on stage. Um, so I feel like in high school, I just had so many people and so many opportunities that, you know, looking back, weren't, weren't always only like good for technically figuring out my voice, but also just good for my confidence and just wanting to do this, you know, and they were, you know, just amazing people all around. Um, so I think that's where it really started. Like when, when I realized that, you know, oh, there's just so much more, you know, it's not just, you know, pop music and stuff. And you start to realize, I mean, I, Lady Gaga's trained operatically, even Jason Drulo trained up like these, you know, these, just because you you don't have to box yourself into, you know, if you sing opera music, you only do opera music your whole life, you know, same with pop. You don't only have to do pop. You can do whatever you want because <laughs> there's just so much music and there's so many sounds, you know? So that's kind of where I got into the technical side. Um, and then when I went into college, um, right away, I actually went in for music business um, just because it's, it's something that I also you know, was always interested in, also wanted to do. Um, but I eventually moved into a vocal performance major with the uh, industry as a minor. Um, and that college was, you know, even crazier, to be honest, because it was hard. It was very hard. And I mean, as colleges with anyone, but it, it was hard in the sense where a lot of the music that I would sing and perform and even write up to that point was a lot of belting and, you know, using a lot of my chest voice. And then when I went to college, um, I was training to be a opera operatic soprano, you know, uh, with strictly pretty much, um, head voice. And it was, it was weird. It was hard. I learned so much of my voice, you know, not only cause opera is just, I feel like, you know, it, it, it gets the rep that it's just, it, 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 I'm trying to think how to word this. It, like, I feel like people think of opera the same, but opera after, you know, singing and studying it, it's just, it, you know, that in itself, it's so much, you know, and it like any genre and it's technically, I feel like I just leaps and bounds got better because, you know, not only in that head voice, but just being able to control my voice, um, to be able to, you know, sing all these different dynamics while singing 
any different note, which is, it was just a lot of little things that I never really thought about um, until, you know, it's, it's my assignment, you know, it, and, and, you know, I think going into it, I never, like my goal wasn't to be just an opera singer. Um, but, you know, I, I, it, after doing so many operas and, and training in, and I, I loved it, you know, I would totally, I love opera. I would do an opera for sure, you know, but, um, I don't know. I just think it, it's, it was a genre where it, it's just, there's so many skills in, in that. And, um, in, like I said, I don't think it's only opera. I think if, you know, if I were to train in rock, you know, it would be the same thing. You just learn so many, but yeah, I, I think technically or the technicalities of singing, um, you know, I think, I guess what I'm trying to say is my, my biggest advice when it comes to learning an instrument, whether it's singing or anything else is, the more genres you can explore and learn from the not, I don't want to say better, but it's just, you can technically just do so much more, you know, with your instrument. Cause it's, it, it, it unlocks, I think that's a good way to put it. It unlocks different parts of your instrument that you just never knew that you could do or, you know, explore if that makes sense. <laughs> oh, it makes total sense. Yeah. I mean, the more well-rounded of a creative or an artist that you are, um, you know, the, the, the more types of sounds and, and, and that you can make. And so, um, you know, you, you, you go through college, you just crush it at the college level, you're winning scholarships, you're winning, you know, honors recitals, things like that. And at what point did you say, okay, like now it's time to take the step into, you know, getting into the industry as a solo artist, you know, and, and what was the, those first, you know, few weeks, months, you know, years like of, of just saying, okay, I'm going to make music, I'm going to record it. Um, and I'm going to put it on, you know, platforms. And I know you're still kind of in that phase a little bit, but what does it look like in just the past, you know, few years, um, since getting out of college and, um, you know, I know we crossed paths initially, um, in Milwaukee and you were kind of, we were at a, a an artist networking event. Um, so what's this, this experience been like just from the, both inside and, and the external aspects of like what you've had to do, what you've had to learn, um, to get to where you are right now? Yeah. So right away, um, it was pretty, intimidating um because I feel like you know I feel like in college I always was trying to make um you know my own music and and you know working with other people and doing you know things here and there um but I just feel like you know with my major being performance I you know and being a perfectionist I always felt like I you know I needed to to, to do all these things first before I could find time for my own stuff, um, which I still did, but I always felt like time, you know, was never on my side as, as any college kid is, you know? Right. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. But then for me, I feel like once college was done, it was kind of like, I could do anything. I, I had all the time in the world theoretically. And, and for me, it was kind of, you know, it's terrifying at first because I feel like I, I know I've always known, you know, what I want and in, in as a as an artist and 
you know, I want to, to be performing and creating, but being able to understand that, you know, music and building it, you know, is it anything is, but building a career is takes time. It takes patience. It takes, you know, the, the steps, you know, there's, you can't just have everything you want right away. Um, and I worked with, um, I first interned with them, but worked with a PR company, Publicity Nation out of Nashville. Um, and I just feel like, you know, in, in working with them, And getting to work more as a publicist and to work with clients and just, um, you know, a lot of my coworkers were artists as well. Um, You know, my boss is very heavily into the industry and I just feel like I I gained so much inspiration and um, just saw how, how amazing and how you, you know, what success is and working for what you want and creating what you love. And I was working with so many people, um, you know, either alongside them or, uh, you know, as, as a publicist. And I just, you know, I realized like this, you know, music, this is what I'm missing, you know? And, and it was, it was weird cause it's what I wanted, but, you know, to, to be able to navigate kind of that weird time that I feel like everyone has after college. It's like, you know, what's next? What's, what do I do now? It's, you know, now it's the adult world, you know, quote unquote. And it was, it was a lot of, cause weirdly enough, misery, the, the single I released in September, I wrote that in high school. Um, so it was also weird because it's like, I, I had things that I wanted to put out. It was just the matter of time of, putting those pieces together to get to the point where I felt, you know, happy and proud of what I was doing. Um, so yeah, so I, I think it was a mixture of, you know, being able to figure out me as an artist, which I definitely am still navigating and just being able to, to gain, you know, confidence and guidance through, so many people in the industry right away. I mean, I, I'm truly thankful for that because, you know, I, I think the industry is, it's very easy to be self-critical, um, in any, in any industry again, but I think in the music industry, it's something that, you know, it should be talked about more because success, fame doesn't always equal success because success is what is measured for yourself. Um, so yeah, so I think it was, it's just a mixture of, of all that <laughs> right out of college. <laughs> yeah. So it seems like you're, you're, you're kind of still like, you know, facing some of these obstacles of, you know, time management and self-confidence and, um, you know, even more or less, you know, kind of just the, the things that the steps that you need to be taken and the patience with that, how are you, uh, addressing that? Like, do you have, um, particular, like, do you, do you time block things with, you know, where you work with, with tree sound studios and then you work on, on your own, you know, kind of career from, from the artist perspective, like what are some of the tips or tricks or tools that you're using to, uh, to kind of, um, grow through these obstacles as opposed to letting them kind of stop you in your tracks? Yeah. So I, so I, I feel like, you know, everyone works differently. I'm, I've always been the type of person where I've, I'm, I like things, you know, planned in order, but weirdly enough, when it comes to creating and when it comes to, you know, 
you know, being able to, to open my mind and express and, you know, write and all that. Um, time blocking for me is something that I feel like it's almost like if I time block it and then I start, I'm just, I get stuck, you know, and I think it's, I don't, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's always been odd for me. So for me, I mean, I, I do have a set schedule at the studio. Um, and I do, you know, I've been spending a lot of time there, you know, alongside networking with people, but also, you know, being able to learn, um, I mean, there's the equipment there and the, the knowledge and all these professionals around me and just being able to absorb all that while I have it, um, is definitely something that I have been focusing a lot of time on. Um, and then when it comes to creating and, and writing and, you know, doing, finding time for, for my own, um, solo artist stuff, um, I feel like for me, it comes and goes. Um, I mean, I've had times where I'll, I'll be like, all right, I need to go to bed. And then like, it'll be two hours later and I'll get a, a melody in my head. And then I immediately have to, to work on it, you know, or it's gone. So for me, I think that, you know, being able to, to write and to record and all of that, it comes more freely for me. Um, I think especially just you know, working through so many changes in my life currently, it's, it's also like, I don't want to push it too much. You know, I want to be able to take time, you know, sit back and look at the world around me, um, to, you know, take that in and learn from that, but being able to express all of it through just what, you know, what comes to me, I guess, if that makes sense. I mean, I definitely do have days where I don't work that, you know, whether I'm, you know, maybe I'm not writing, but I'm just, you know, playing and I'm singing and, um, you know, that kind of thing, or I'm going to see a show or, you know, just being able to submerge myself in it, but not feel like I have to force creativity. Um, but, you know, weirdly enough, because I haven't had spaced times to do stuff and I kind of just do it freely, I feel like I've been writing more. Um, you know, whether that's, I mean, my notes app right now is just a million ideas and, my voice memos is the same way. I mean, I'll get like a chorus and then I'll just have to record it, you know? So for me, I feel like I've been taking this time. Like, I, I don't know. I just don't think there's, you know, tips and tricks. I feel like it's always a little bit different for everyone. Um, Cause I feel like when you're really writing from your truth and, you know, from what you want to build as a, as a message, as an artist, I think that that kind of stuff just comes naturally. Um, and it, and it comes, you know, to you, like literally whenever, like I said, so I don't know. I feel like for me, it's just right now, it's almost like a creative time. Um, and it's just kind of, I have all these ideas. And then when I really get that, the surge to actually like, okay, I have this idea now let's start writing it. Um, and really, you know, putting the building box together, then I, you know, I go into, I have logic. I go into logic and then I can start, you know, building off of it. But yeah. So for right now for me, it's just a lot of building, um, a lot of planning, um, a lot of writing. Um, yeah. So that's, that's, that's really what's been going on right now. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Something that stood out to me, um, you know, in the, both in the, in the single and then just like, you know, the content that, on your website and some of the things that have been written about you is this focus on mental health. And um, 
you know, I think that's something that certainly a lot of artists, a lot of people in general, but particularly in the music industry, um, because you're putting so much of yourself into the work um, and, you know, nothing is, especially when you're first getting out, you, you it doesn't seem like there's a lot of stability or predictability. Um, just talk to me about why mental health is such a strong focus to you and um, the journey of, of, of getting to kind of a more stable mind. You know, it's interesting to hear you say that the song that you wrote, Misery, was one that you wrote in high school. And I know that there's, um, you know, there's content out there about, you know, that being a time in your life where you you felt like you weren't necessarily, like you were kind of lost. Um, so I assume you mean from like the mental health perspective, um, just so talk about the mental health focus, why it is and what experiences that you can reflect on that think kind of color your your focus on mental health. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I to me, mental health um, is a subject that I I truly don't know why it's still a taboo subject. I, I've always thought that um, just because it is a, you know, whether a situation or a, a you know, a, a visible illness, you know, for, it affects majority of people sometime in their entire lives, whether that is someone that, you know, has depression and, you know, maybe it's not diagnosed, but they, they get depressed or it's someone that suffers from, you know, whatever illness. And it's just something that they have to balance. Um, yeah, I, for me, it's just, I, I feel like I've always felt like mental health should be more talked about because it's so common and it's something that, you know, it, it, it's very difficult and it's something, you know, everybody faces differently. And, you know, even people who deal with whether it's anxiety, depression or anything else, you know, their entire life, um, it definitely, you know, comes in waves. It's not always going to be, you know, as, as bad as it, you know, might get. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just, I don't know. Like for me, it's just, it, it's, mental health is so common and it's so difficult and it's something that I just feel like I, cause I, you know, I, I do, I suffer, um, you know, anxiety, depression, and I feel like it's something that, you know, what it was harder at a certain time. Cause I didn't, you know, certain, you know, harder to, to, to work through things and to, to, feel certain things. I mean, honestly, but I, I, I truly believe everything happens for a reason. And I'm, you know, I'm very hopeful and I, you know, I, I can sit back and I can see things through a certain light. And, you know, that, I feel like that's why I was finally like, I want to release this because, you know, I, I was scared to be so vulnerable and, and it's, you know, like, I just feel like the song is very deep and it's very moving and it, you know, it was a way to express just feeling lost. Like you were saying, I just feel like, you know, being in a state where you just, you just don't know. And it's, you're just feeling so many things and it's just, it can be overwhelming. Um, but again, I just feel like sitting back now and just releasing that it's, 
you know, the um, I had people reach out to me, you know, just saying like, you know, your song moved me, your song, I understood it, you know, this X, Y, Z. And I just, I, that's why I feel like it's so important to me to whether or not I'm writing a song about, um, the journey with mental health, or, you know, if I just represent that as who I am, um, I just think it's so important to be vulnerable about it, whether or not, you know, cause I don't, I don't think mental health is, you know, I have more mental illnesses. I have it worse. I think, you know, at any point someone, it's like, I don't know. I don't know the statistics off the top of my head, but most people, you know, feel like go through some kind of, um, mental illness or an episode or whatever sometime in their life so it should be something that we aren't only vulnerable about but we're just open to talking about because like I said it's so common and it's it it it's difficult and it's it's messy and it's scary and um yeah so I just feel like with misery I just you know that was more of I wanted to be vulnerable and I wanted and that song I feel like for me just means a lot so I feel like putting it out for my first single, it's kind of just like, if I can put this out, you know, I I feel like I can be open and honest about everything, you know, and um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I just, mental health is just so, it's, it's so important, you know, and it's, and it's just, it's, it's like any other illness just cause you can't, you know, can't see it or can't feel it. It's, it's someone might be going through it. So I just feel like the topic alone, you know, should be something that everybody is open to because it's, it's just so important. I mean, it's, you know, when something is important and common, it's like, this is, this is what, you know, this is something that shouldn't be taboo, you know? Yeah, totally. I mean, that's, when when you first reached out to uh, the podcast, um, you know, I, I hadn't heard the song before, and when I listened to it, um, obviously, as I mentioned earlier, like the, the the musicality part of it really spoke to me. Your voice is incredible, but it was the lyrics. I found myself listening to the song over and over and over again, and and picking out specific lyrics. Um, and as you mentioned, like mental illness uh, is a common thing, and um, I am, you know, as at this at this point in time in my life, like kind of on my way out of a depressive episode and um, can really relate to the vulnerability that it takes to reach out for help. Um, you know, I, you know, while, while this interview is certainly not about me, I, I want to I want to share that like it. I had a few really bad weeks and you, you kind of hole up inside yourself and you don't you want to reach out because you don't want to seem weak. Um, but I got to say, like when I reached out for help and, and, and started getting, you know, some attention, you know, from professionals and things like that, man, things just really kind of ease up a lot and you feel there's support out there that you're, you're not alone um, and even without, you know, therapy or medication or anything like that, just that, that, that process of, of, of reaching out for help, you know, knowing that you're not alone, 
that is that alone like helps relieve so much of the burden that mental health you know mental illness kind of puts on you um and you know just like i said i think music can can be a sense of relief too you know um i first heard your song before i had realized like that i was not mentally well and um you know i think it kind of it 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 gave me some cushion to kind of fall on um but i still wasn't to the point where i was willing to admit you know that i wasn't well and that i needed help and now having listened to it again after you know getting some help it's a reminder that like yeah it's it's cool to talk about it's not only not taboo well it shouldn't be taboo but it's i don't know like it's not a weakness i think it's cool if someone you know openly talks about the you know mental illnesses that they've experienced like that shows so much belief in yourself and other people and trust and um yeah i mean i could talk all day about about this type of stuff as a creative myself like there's so much pressure you you put on yourself there's so many expectations that realistically nobody else has of you but you put on yourself um, right. <laughs> and, and that can be a, a strong driver of anxiety and depression and all other sorts of mental illness. So, Abby, just, you know, with that being said, thank you. Thank you for talking openly about it. Thank you for expressing it through music. It's been a help to me. And I can only imagine that it's been a help to others who have who have listened to the song, who have interacted with you, particularly when you're talking about mental health. Yeah, no, I I appreciate that. Thank you. And yeah, I I agree. It's just mental health is it's 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 real and it's it's you know, it's 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 just as important as as any any other you know, element of health for sure. So, yeah, no, I appreciate that and and I'm glad that you know, you you reached out and you were doing well. Yeah, so. thank you. Appreciate that. So, like we're talking about the song, so let's let's keep talking about that, you know. Um, you know, you kind of went into some detail about, you know, where you were when you wrote the song in high school and like why it felt, um, you know, you felt like it, it needed to be your first single. Um, I think that's really admirable to have that kind of be the first, uh, you know, piece of, of music that people interact with you and become exposed to you um, around. What about like the just like the the recording part, you know, kind of the technical aspects. Um, where did you record it? Have have you performed it live? If so, where? And how does the audience connect with it? What are some of the feedback that you've gotten from people who have listened to it on streaming platforms or or live? Let's just let's just zoom in on that song in particular. Yeah. So um, yeah. No. It it was so okay. So I like I said I wrote it a while ago, and kind of what I touched on. Um, for me, it was actually it wasn't it was. It, it first wasn't written as a song. It was just kind of poetry. It was just kind of, you know, free, free word, you know, kind of just almost like, you know, I think this poetry is almost like journaling, you know, it's really just what you're feeling. Um, but it, it, it's in a more, I don't know, maybe, maybe it's always cause I feel like I always want to turn things into lyrics. I kind of have it, you know, roll off the tongue that way, but I wrote that out, you know, a while ago. Um, and then it, I kind of revisited it when I first got to college. Um, and I remember showing it to my best friend um, who, you know, helped me build the song, honestly. Um, I remember showing it to him and 
and just, you know, like, oh, you know, sharing this with you, you know, this is something I wrote and I've never been like crazy proficient in piano or guitar or anything like that. So it was really just, I mean, it was chords and I've taken piano lessons in the past. So like technically can play stuff, but you know, it takes me a while. Um, and yeah. And then I just kind of realized, I'm like, Oh, like, you know, I, I want to, I want to make this a song. And it, and when I first wrote it, it was very singer songwriter E. Um, it was really just the lyrics and the chords, you know, very, um, I'd say a little more personal that way. Um, but then I feel like when I, you know, went throughout college, I started heavily getting more influence into rock, um, in my music, um, a little rock opera, like Freddie Mercury isk type of stuff. Um, and then I, so my, my friend, um, Noah, he, um, I also went to school with, so we both written this, you know, the same music program, but he just was one of those people like that's great at writing and can play pretty much every instrument. So he really just helped me bring my vision to life. And I, you know, I was just like, and he, he similarly is very much into the same influences. Um, so he just really helped me, you know, build it, you know, cause I, I, like I said, wasn't really proficient in anything else. Um, so I remember, uh, the first time I sang that song publicly was I did, it was called like rising star. It's like a, it's kind of like an American idol for like Wisconsin. Um, and they had like a, there's like rounds. So the first round that I did was in Oshkosh. And then the, the final round, which I went to, uh, was, um, in Madison. Um, but first time I did it and he basically just recorded an acoustic guitar, backtrack and um and I just felt like when I sang it on stage I was like I this I want this to be not an anthem I guess I don't want it to be in an anthem not in the say like you know it has to be this huge theatrical thing or anything because I I still think that the the core of the song is you know the lyrics and just the storyline and how that works with um the lines but after that um you know I was in a brief rock band with um my friend and we played it again for a set but it was a full band so from that point I felt like I really started to feel it um fleshing out um you know I I wanted harder drums I wanted it to just feel like how I wanted it to feel that makes if that makes any sense and so from there um you know I actually started working on it in the summer recording wise. Um, cause I was still in Oshkosh at the time. And I was like, you know, I, at that time I didn't really know what was next. And I had all these amazing friends and performers and, you know, producers around me. And I was like, I can't, you know, I don't want to take advantage of this. I want to, I want, I, I need, you know, I want people, I want to reach out for this help to produce this because I feel like I'm ready. Um, so, um, it was recorded actually, um, on the UW Oshkosh campus at the studio there, um, because just cause I went through the like audio program and I, you know, I had friends that were still there, um, and things like that. So, yeah, so I had my friend Noah play guitar and bass, um, Lucas, um, my boyfriend, he played the drums and, 
because they, I feel like they just knew me and what the song meant. And I was like, you know, I want, I know. And they did, I mean, they really expressed, you know, what I was, what I wanted the song to be. Um, and then I had my friend Lily, um, they helped me produce it in the studio and they spent so many hours helping me out. I can't thank them enough. Um, and then it was, um, the mixing engineer, um, his name is Joshua Brown. Um, is actually someone that I met out of Nashville. Um, you know, I, I was kind of, I met him through work and they were like, yeah, you know, he does a great job. So they did that. And then, um, and then it was mastered, um, by from a uh, moon tree mastering out of New Jersey, um, by Brian J. Poole. Um, and he did a great job. And I just, I met some of those people through, through work and coworkers and they've worked on a lot of people I know out of Nashville, their music. Um, so that's kind of where it, um, you know, like was created. I mean, I just, I was, you know, still in Oshkosh in the time, like I said, and I was like, you know, I'm ready. I need to do this. And if I, you know, I finally got things on track. Um, and then, yeah, and it's, it's been great. Um, you know, ever since it was released and I worked with, um, Publicity Nation, um, with press, um, and, uh, yeah, it, it's just been amazing. And I mean, since, you know, it was just like, it felt, you know, it, it finally felt like, you know, I, I had something, you know, I had something out there and it was just like, it was honest. It was me. Um, and yeah. And like, you know, like I said, the responses were just like, just moving and just to, just to know that, you know, all, all you really want as an artist is or creator is for your work, you know, to be, to be noticed, to be appreciated, you know, so just to know that I did that with even one person, um, it, it, it was everything, you know, it's what I wanted. It's all I ever wanted. So yeah, no, it's been amazing. And it's, it's been an awesome process to just to work with amazing people. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's gotten some love, you know, uh, in the press world, um, you know, guitar girl, uh, guitar girl magazine featured it. And uh, it's been picked up on uh, a lot of other uh, publications as well. Um, people seem to really resonate with it, um, particularly like the lyrical side of it. And, you know, you were, were quoted saying that, um, you know, the inspiration behind it was kind of behind the smoke and mirrors. The purpose of music is to express stories and feelings. And it was written to express a time in your life when you felt lost and confused within your own mind. And that your hope is for anyone who relates to the lyrics to feel less alone and that there's always help and beauty on the other side. Just wow. Like it is that it's a it's a beautiful song. Um, but you're right, it does it it hits harder than like the singer-songwriter type song with the way that you've put, you know, the other instruments around it. And um to me, it sticks out. So it seems like it took a lot of energy and work to 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 put it out and and then to get it you know picked up. Um, what is what is next for Abby Shreve, the musician, the artist? Like, are you working on a new project? If so, like, you know, what's the timeline for that? What can what can we expect to hear um, from you in the coming months, years? Yeah. So I. There, I, I know there's a lot coming. Um, <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, 
in navigating, you know, the industry, it's, it's weird. Cause it's like success is, you know, what, what you, when you feel that you are fulfilled with what you're doing. Um, so, you know, in navigating that, I'm, you know, looking to find, um, you know, a job. I mean, of course, <laughs> as everyone, but um, looking to find a job and to, you know, be able to hopefully get settled um, in the next coming months, you know, Atlanta would be awesome. Maybe somewhere else. I don't really know where I'm just, you know, I'm at the point where I'm just really, like I said, just keeping my mind open and, and knowing that everything's going to happen for a reason and just, you know, taking life as it comes. Um, you know, and it, when it comes to what I'm doing as an artist, um, I, you know, and like, like I was saying, just kind of letting my creative flow, just, you know, kind of let it take me where it needs to take me and just kind of creating, um, a lot right now. And I think, you know, my goal is to, um, be able to really start releasing music regularly this year. Um, I know that 2023 is going to be a big year for me, whatever that means, you know, we'll see what that means. Um, but I know, you know, I know how much I'm working right now to develop my sound, you know, sharpen my songwriting skills and, you know, really flesh out songs that I've just had in my back pocket for so long. Um, and also ones that I'm writing, you know, so it's, um, you know, what's next? It's, it's kind of like, it, I'm in a gray area right now and, you know, not gray or in a bad way, but just gray area. And, you know, what's next? It's like, I, you know, I can't tell you exactly what that'll look like, but I know that it's going to be great. You know, it, it sounds so weird and it sounds maybe a little bit cliche, but, um, you know, now that I feel like I've finally taken that first dip into, um, the, you know, as a, as an artist, it's, I feel like it's, I feel less, you know, there's more ease to be able to just be like, all right, well, you know, this is that. And, and now, you know, getting to the place, you know, realizing that, you know, as an artist is you, you are who you are, you know, you don't have to develop this image or whatever you think is going to work best for the music industry right now. Cause a lot of it, you know, there's, there's a lot of that right now too. So just being able to you know, be vulnerable, you know, in many areas, like we said, but just be vulnerable and being just a hundred percent yourself. Um, yeah. So what, you know, what's next? It's, I don't know exactly, but I know that, you know, it's, we're, we're going to be releasing a lot of stuff. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> so yeah, awesome. timeline, timeline as of right now, I'm hoping at least, um, at least a single by, by beginning of spring is my goal. So awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to that, and uh, I know that our listeners will be as well. Um, no pressure, though. <laughs> um, so I always like to end our conversations with with guests with the same question, and it's kind of a big one, um, but it doesn't have to be a big one. Um, you, you've grown a lot throughout this experience of you know putting your music out into the world and relocating, and so at this point in time. What is the most important thing that you want people to know about Abby Shreve? Oh man. Um, okay. Um, let me think for a second. Huh. 
Man, that's a that's a tough question. I feel What's like the I'm, first thing that came to mind. Uh, honestly, that's usually the, the best answer. I, like, I mean, I feel like if I, you know, the one thing I want people to know about me is that I guess that I and everything that I do creative wise, it's always authentic. I guess that I think that's for me in every way I've lived my life, you know, whether I felt like I was too weird or too loud or, you know, too whatever. I just feel like I have always really strived to be myself. So I feel like in music. Yeah, no. Yeah, I think that that that's it. I think that in, you know, especially in my music, I feel like. You know, creativity has no boundaries, it has no you know, formula. And I think, you know, like I said, I feel like the industry, especially right now with how easy um, social media is and how formulated everything is, it's like, I, you know, I, at the end of the day, you're not going to, you're not going to find happiness in the industry unless you're making music you love. And that is yourself. So yeah, I guess I get that's for me. It's, that's what's most important is that I'm going to make music. That's me. It might not be the same genre. It might not be, you know, the same thing every time, but it's always going to be a part of me. Yeah. I love that. That's perfect. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Well, um, Abby, this has been such a great conversation. I've really enjoyed learning more about your path, your journey, uh, your, your venture, if you will. Um, and hope you're enjoying the time in Atlanta. It sounds like you are and learning a lot from tree sound studios and um yeah i'm looking forward to to 2023 and the, all the big things to come for you uh thanks so much for spending some time with us today yeah of course thank you so much i i really appreciate your time and uh and for having me i don't want to stop breathing but i want to stop dying i'm trying to learn to live on my own if you cracked open your heart Mistakes and flaws that you see. Oh, I'm drowned in a
Venture Podcast. Please leave ratings and reviews from wherever you're listening from. Check us out online at themusiciansventure.com for more information on what we have happening, to find past episodes, and ways to get in touch with us. Find us on social media at The Musicians Venture on Facebook and Instagram, and at Musician Venture on Twitter. Like and follow us on all those platforms, and hey, while you're there, engage with and share our content with your friends. The Musicians Venture Podcast is hosted by me, Nick O'Brien, with guest host appearances from Allison M. The podcast is produced by Shannon Coulard, with theme music by Mike Neumeyer. Thanks again for listening. <laughs>